All right, welcome to the Storm Watchers postgame show for January 16th. Tonight, the Hurricanes fell to the Detroit Red Wings by a final score of 4-2. to two. And, well, I mean, there's, there's not a lot to say. This was a uh, pretty disappointing outing for the Hurricanes. But, you know, but before we get into the game, uh, I do want to address this. This is obviously a strange season and with just training camp and no preseason games it is going to be expected that it's going to take teams a while to really get going Um, and I'm not using that as an excuse for some of the play tonight because well it was frankly inexcusable uh, for a National Hockey League team um but it's not all doom and gloom. You know, I'm, I'm taking a look at Kane's Twitter, and people are, like, blowing up. Like, I can't believe this is happening, and I can't believe, you know. what? Look, you know, it's been said by many teams, but trust the process. We have to trust Rod Brendamore. He's obviously shown the last two years that he's a great coach. Um, and I know it's always the, the popular and easy thing to blow up after a game, especially losing to the Red Wings. But let's go back to the season preview when I was talking. You know, I I said last year Detroit was horrendous. This year they're in the next year of a rebuild, which means they're going to be improving. Um, You know, first game, I think Detroit played the exact same way the Hurricanes did tonight in the first game. I think it just completely switched. I think both teams switched. Um, And, you know, Detroit was able to – uh, you know, and again, they didn't get a lot of chances. Um, you know, Detroit only put up 20 shots and, and, uh, you know, Peter saved 17 of them, but man, um, yeah, it not a, not a great game. Um, another one, uh, another game where, you know, the hurricanes put again, you know, uh, 31 shots on goal. Uh, Jonathan Bernier was, was pretty good tonight for the Red Wings. Um, you know, and, and you go down the list, you know, Dylan Larkin, uh, the newly crowned captain of the Red Wings, you know, he he had a disappointing first game back. Second game of the year comes in, has two goals, and is a, above the plus-minus mark. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's, it's, a, it's a beginning of the year game, you know, and, and it's, it's going to take time for these guys to get in. And also, you got to remember, you know, what a shakeup in the locker room. You have your captain, Jordan Stahl, the first game. Now he's gone. And I know there's been a lot of hate towards Jordan Stahl. I understand that. But losing your captain for a game, you know, again, it's the next man up mentality. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it was just a bad game. Bad game in general. Um, you know, plays that really stuck out to me. Uh, you know, I, I had talked before the season that I really wanted to see Jay Gardner take another step. Tonight was one of those games like we've seen, like we saw last year, where the only time you notice him in a game is when he's given up the puck. And he did that tonight. And that is not what you want out of your defenseman. And, I mean, he 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 served it on a silver platter for the Red Wings. Um you know, and again, I mean, we own goals, and and it was it was just just an ugly game. Um, but you know what? You got to look at this glass half full. 
if this was the Hurricanes team of five years ago, we would have lost this game 5 nothing. Not put in any fight. This team has fight, and that's what matters. That is what matters. You know what? Yeah, do we just lose to the Red Wings? We split the series. You know what? We get to play them six more times this year. So this is going to leave a bad taste in the Hurricanes' mouth, and they're going to come back for another six games and probably beat the living hell out of the Red Wings. So, um, yeah, so I, I think, it, again, it was a rough game. You're going to have these, man. I mean, we know as Hurricane fans, we've, we've seen them. You know, last year, uh, the Christmas Eve, I guess it was Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve, against Toronto, you know, that bananas game where, you know, lead changes were everywhere. Then the Leafs got three goals in like 30 seconds and Mitch Marner got two really quick. You know, you're going to have ugly games, and this was an ugly game. But you know what? There's a lot of positives to look at it too. Sveshnikov is getting started again. He's got two goals in two games. Granted, you know, first game was an empty netter, but they all count the same on the score sheet. You know, I, I think Mrazic had a had a few that he, you know, had one or two that he would have liked to had have back. But at the same time, our defense did not bail him out at all. Um, and again, I know Trip Tracy has talked about it on uh, on Fox Sports, where he said, you know, it's really hard for goalies to get into a rhythm when they're not getting shots on them. And Detroit, again, we saw in the first game where I think they had 17 shots then. And tonight with 20 shots, you know, it, it may have been tough for Peter to get in into a rhythm. But, I, you know, this is just one of those games. It's tough. It's a learning moment. You know Brendan Moore is going to be fired up. He's going to fire the team up. I saw somebody complaining on Twitter that, oh, you know, this is Rod Brendamore gave him the day off after practice or at, gave him practice off after the first game. Guys. That's one of the bad things about Twitter, too, is people can just post anything. And, I mean, that thing had – that tweet had, what, like 300 likes on it? They didn't have practice because Jordan Stahl was thought to be in contact with somebody with COVID, and now he's on the COVID list. Okay? So, again, didn't have a practice. They did have a morning skate today. But, you know, again, this is just one of those games. And it's early in the season. There's no preseason games. We just had training camp. You know, there, there's no reason to push the panic button yet. Well, before we move on to our question segment, let's take a look at scores around the league. Right now, the Blue Jackets and Predators are tied at one at the end of the second. Minnesota and the Kings are tied at one. The Devils beat the Bruins in overtime earlier today. Coyotes beat the Sharks earlier today, 5-3. to three. Rangers shut out the Islanders, 5-0. to zero. The Maple Leafs got revenge on the Senators. They won 3-2 to two today. And the Canadians beat the Oilers, 5-1. to one. Coming up later tonight, we have the Canucks and Flames at 10 o'clock, as well as the Ducks and Golden Knights. Moving on to our question segment, we've got a few coming in. We got a few from Matt Dalem. He says, should somebody else have stepped in to start taking face-offs whenever Aho just wasn't having a good night? You know, it, it's tough, Matt. Um, you know, when you lose one of your centers like Jordan Stahl, and, and I think he gets a lot of hate because he doesn't put up the offensive numbers that I think a lot of people would like, but his bread and butter is face-offs. And losing him 
was obviously a big hole in the lineup, and Ajo's gotten better um, the last couple years. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know who we could have moved up tonight. Again, I think this goes back to just a sloppy game in general, man. Um, but, you know, may, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you could have moved a wing over. I mean, Tavo is okay at face-offs. Um, but, you know, Ajo... Aho isn't the greatest faceoff man. Now he's getting better, and I know Brendan Moore's trying to move him into that role. Um, but you, you just can't replace Jordan Stahl. Um, he is he is nearly automatic from the faceoff circle. Also, Matt asked, did you notice anything off about our three power plays that didn't convert tonight? Well, uh, you know, again, it was just sloppy play. Um you know, I think an issue the Hurricanes have had in, in the past couple years is nobody wants to take the shot. Everybody's passing to try and find that perfect spot to take the shot, and it, it just doesn't come. And we've seen this the last couple years, you know. Uh, special teams has really hurt the hurt the Hurricanes, especially down the stretch and going into the playoffs. Um, and, you know, Rod Brendamore talked in his preseason or, uh, you know, uh, uh, his press conference right before the season began and he talked about, you know, the big thing they got to work on this year is special teams. Um, and you know, the, the penalty kill has been, has been decent for the hurricanes the last couple of years, but power play has struggled. Um, you know, so did I notice anything tonight? No, I, I, you know, and, and this sounds like an easy answer, man. And I don't mean it like that, but it really just was a sloppy game, you know, and, and, you know, like the players have said in, in the post-game interviews, you know, they, you know, you just kind of kind of throw this game in the trash and just move on to the next. Um, you know, it's – there's a lot that they're going to need to work on, but, you know, it's it's one of those where, you know, it, you, you really do just have to throw it in the trash and and move on to uh, – move on to the next game. And – and speaking of that next game, Monday night, the Hurricanes travel to Nashville to face off with the Predators. The Predators uh, obviously are tied in their game right now. Um, that should be a that should be a pretty good game. The Hurricanes and Predators have really had some good games in the last few years. Um, but, yeah, we've got another question coming in from Aaron asking about Svechnikov. What have you thought about Svechnikov's game early on this year? Yeah, like like I said uh, earlier in the show, I I think he's again just on track to have another. You can't even say breakout year because he's really had every year he's kind of broken out more. Um, but you know he's the um, the empty netter goal in the first game against Detroit. You know again empty netter goal whatever. But it was a tough shot, um, and he fought for that goal. And tonight, you know, almost Bobby Orr style, <laughs> you know, flying and taking the shot. I mean, just just the focus on this kid, the hand eye that he has. I mean, he he's a very special player, and um, yeah, I, I think he's due for another great year. I, I hope to see him. You know, maybe we can see him put up thirty goals in a uh, in a uh, shortened season. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a, I think he's a great, great player and, and he's just going to continue to grow. And another thing I want to talk about Sveshnikov is, you know, he, he's been playing a lot smarter hockey 
you know, he he hasn't been taking the the stupid penalties that he he took, especially in his rookie year. Um, and yeah, and he, here's a question that goes along with that. We've got a question coming in from Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Uh, she asked, "When do you think Brendamore will move Svechnikov on a line with Aho and Tavo?" Well, that's a uh, that's a great question. Um, I think there's a lot of parts to that. Um, you know, first off, that would be, I mean, that would be a star power lineup. But I think the reason you don't do that um, is very simple, and that's that's you know you want to spread your firepower throughout your entire lineup. You know, if you only have your first two lines of firepower, well, your third and fourth lines of offense are going to be hung out to dry, really. Um, and obviously we see, you know, Sveshnikov and Aho um, out there for power plays. And, and then in overtime, three on three, you know, it's you usually see Sveshnikov, Aho, and like Dougie. And then, you know, Tavo, uh, Jordan Stahl, and uh, Slavin, or, you know, mixing it up like that. But I don't think you ever want to have three stars on on the first line like that. I mean, it sounds good and it looks good on paper, but if you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs who have tried this with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander, you know, it it it's they get a lot of points, but you go down their depth chart in games and you know, third and fourth line, they don't have many people. I mean, now, you know, now they got Jumbo Joe Thornton um, and I saw he got his first goal as a Leaf tonight. But, yeah, I, I don't think you want to do that unless it's, like, desperation mode. You know, I, I think the only time you do that is if it's, you know, we need a game late in the season or if it's in the playoffs and we're down, you know, a couple goals, maybe three goals, and you just need to see if you can get some goals quick. Um, that's a great question, though, I and I appreciate all the questions tonight. Um, I think it's, again, you know, to wrap this up, cause I don't want this to go on for too long. Um, you know, I, I think this is a, uh, <laughs> it doesn't need to be just complaining and stuff. We, we got to watch, you know, I, I think, um, if anybody watches the hockey guy on YouTube, uh, Shannon Skeins, he is fantastic. Um, I highly recommend people watch him. He does great previews. And reviews of games, uh, very interesting topics he talks about every day. Um, does it from an unbiased standpoint about all the teams. Anyways, I I mentioned him to say he uh, he said some something last year that resonated with me. Where you know he says you usually take it at like the ten or fifteen game mark of the year, and your first ten or fifteen games, you look to see if there's any trends. You know, and so I think this year with the shortened season, let's see what happens in these first 10 games. And, you know, if if we're five and five or or, you know, six, three and one, whatever it is, we can take a look and see if goaltending's the issue, if it's defense, if it's our power play. Um, but you never want to freak out too early about about these games, honestly. Um you know, that was a, uh, again, rough game. You know, there's a lot to clean up. Um, and, there, and there, you know, you even look at the first game. You know, it was great to start the year with a win. But there was a lot to clean up in that game. I mean, that wasn't the, 
you know, again, it was a it was a great road game. They controlled the game a lot more than tonight. Tonight was just uncharacteristic of the Carolina Hurricanes. That did not look like a Rod Brendamore coach team. Maybe not even Bill Peters. That was like a Kirk Muller coach team. Um, so, yeah, the the energy wasn't there. Um, I, you know, th- there were just there were a lot of aspects to it. Um, you know, and and you. you never want to single out a player and I'm not doing that by mentioning Jake Gardner's name but I say that to say he has to take a step forward with this team this year he has to he cannot keep having these games where the only time we notice him is when he's making a mistake that can't be it we've seen that too many times with hurricane players whether that was you go way back um Ryan Murphy is probably the biggest defenseman that I can remember that did that where all we noticed was when he was screwing up. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'm, but anyways, you don't want to, you don't want to single out a player and I'm not doing that. Um, because I, I think, I think the whole team is to blame. I think Mrazek had kind of a shaky night. I don't think the team helped him out in any way. Um, I think the officiating was subpar tonight to say the least. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a rough game, but it's an early season game, you know? And, and I mean, you look, you look last night, you know, St. Louis beat Colorado in the first game. Colorado came back and beat them eight zero, put a snowman on them. So, you know, these first couple games of the year, teams are going to be fired up to play. Um, Detroit's going to, you knew Detroit was going to be fired up coming into tonight Emotions were running high in the first game, but you know I I think it's just one of those where you, where you got to just shake it off. We're moving on to Nashville. We've got two games in Nashville. Um, you know I was gonna say obviously important divisional games, but you know every game is a divisional game this year. So you know it's a uh, it's just a tough game. Um, but I'll wrap this up. Uh, your final count from. Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, four to two. Detroit beating Carolina. Uh, the biggest, biggest performance of the game, in my opinion. My star of the game was Dylan Larkin. Uh, he, he clearly showed why he deserved that C tonight. Uh, big bounce back game from him for Detroit. Looking to next game, I just want to see us come out with some fire. I'd love to see a goal in the first five minutes of the game. And just see the boys buzzing. You know, they're they're going to have to be fired up to play Nashville because Nashville's going to be an energetic team. Um, and, you know, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to score against Nashville. Um, you know, Nashville's defense is tough with Roman Yossi. And, you know, of course, you know, goaltending, they've got a great goalie. They're going to have to put a lot of shots on Nashville. Uh, so I, I would hope and expect to see them really come out firing. Besides that, I think, you know, again, positives from this game. Sveshnikov is is now on a two-game goal streak. Let's see if he can continue that. Let's see if the offense can bounce back next game. Uh, Look to see Jake Gardner bounce back. Um, And, you know, I'd probably expect to see James Reimer uh, in the first game. If not in the first game, he's definitely going to be playing in the second game. 
and I'm sure Rod is going to want to get James Reimer in the mix, get him some game time. Um, so I would not be shocked to see James Reimer starting uh, Monday night, and I think that would be good for him. And and the boys always get fired up when they play in front of Reimer. So, you know, let, let's let's see if we can get a high energy game uh, Monday night in Nashville. But I think that about wraps it up for the Stormwatch post game show. Um, Monday night, we're going to try and have it live. Uh, the issue tonight is Facebook is saying that there are copyright uh, copyright issues, even if I'm just talking like with my voice. Um, so I've, I've emailed the support there, and I don't want to go live until I can do it the right way, if that makes sense. So hopefully Monday night we'll be able to go live. Um, also Monday night... Uh, I may wait actually until Tuesday so we can get three games under the belt. Um, so expect Tuesday for the full one-hour episode of the Stormwatch to be coming out so we can review the first three games, look ahead, uh, see if there's any trends, and obviously you know, answer some more questions. If you have any questions that you want me to answer on the next podcast or the next post-game show, send them in. Um, you can send them to the Stormwatch Podcast at gmail.com or you can post them on any of our social media apps uh, or social media pages, excuse me. Um, but again, final count from Detroit. The Red Wings beat the Hurricanes by a final score of 4-2. to two. Dylan Larkin was my Stormwatch star of the game. And we move on to Nashville Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern. Good night from Detroit. Then you're right where you're supposed to be. Oh, 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 oh.